Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic Hill Media, featuring radio. TV, webinars, and live events worldwide. And today, presenting Interviews with Authentic Youth with your hosts, Michelle Abo, author, international speaker, and also known as the Celebrity Numerologist, and Jeffrey Miller, author, international speaker, and also known as the Interventionist. And now, here's Michelle and Jeff. Enjoy the show. Well, good afternoon from the, I guess we'd say, starting to get chilly east coast of the U.S., up here in the great state of Maine, USA. Thank you all for being with us today on Interviews with Authentic You. We've got a very special guest for you today. I wanted to start off by saying Michelle had a book launch yesterday, my partner on our show, Michelle Abo, the celebrity numerologist. And she has got tied up, and I think it was book signings or something going on out in L.A. right now, and God bless her, she's having a ball. So she's uh, that, and she will not be with us today on the show. I am sad to say, but I'm very happy for her that her, actually it's her second book is launched. Her first one actually was written and due to come out first, but as it turns out, this publisher got the second book out sooner than the first. Who would know? Anyway. Congratulations on that, Michelle. We're all rooting for you there. Congratulations. Our special guest today is going to show you how to instantly change your life using a simple method he discovered called affirmations. Did you know that asking a new kind of question can immediately change your life? His name is Noah St. John, and I had the pleasure of Working with Noah a little bit, we don't know each other, we've never spoke, but, you know, I've watched him and I've got all his information uh, I, through email, I've been reading and listening to, and I'm really thrilled with. He and I are also part of another group with a very good friend, uh, Lisa Lockwood, that we both know very well. And Noah is the author of an amazing new Hay House book called The Book of Affirmations, Discovering the Me- Missing Piece to Abundant Health, Wealth, Love, and Happiness. And you can get more than $500 worth of bonus training free when you order the Book of Affirmations at www.affirmationsbook.com. And we'll be giving you that information further as we go on. Imagine that, $500 worth. Whoa, bonus. Stay tuned because Noah's going to teach you his simple formula for more abundance, and it takes less than five minutes a day. Welcome, Noah St. John, to the show. How are you, Noah? Well, I'm awesome, Jeff, and thanks for having me on the show today. Well, thanks for being with us. You know, we we look for people who walk the talk in authenticity, and we have really been very, very blessed to find and be able to speak with some great, great people on this show for quite a few weeks now, and you, sir, are no exception, and we're very happy to have you with us. Uh, I have followed you quite a bit, Noah, and as you know, uh, through Lisa with her reinvention and whatever, um, we've chitted back and forth, I guess, on that on that group page once in a while, and honestly, I found it very, very fascinating. I am a strategic interventionist, a hypnotherapist, and also an NLP practitioner, and have written a program called 21 Days to Change Your Mind. What you do in affirmations is really near and dear to my heart because I'll be able to help people, you know, abundant health, wealth, love, and happiness. I think that's covered it. No, you got it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I think that pretty much covers it, yeah. Yeah. So let's get started. I mean, this, this is fantastic. And, folks, I hope, again, I'm going to say it right now, www.affirmationsbook.com. I'm going to say it a couple, three more times, but you can get more than $500 worth of bonus training free. And I'm telling you that right up front, so you can go on, look at it now while you're listening to the show, or if you're in a replay later on and you weren't able to listen to us live, you'll get that information, and you'll get to work with Noah. That's fantastic. So, Noah, you created something called Affirmations. Everyone's been talking about it. I mean, I've been seeing it on Facebook. I hear about it. What are affirmations, and how did you discover them? 
Well, what I want folks to know, Jeff, and I appreciate you asking that question, is that what we're saying is we're saying a new word for most people listening. It's affirmations, not affirmations, but affirmations. So uh, I just want to make sure that we realize that this is a new technology of the mind that we're discussing here that I'm presenting and sharing with you and that I talk about in the book of affirmations. So I want to just take you back and give you a little context for, for all the folks listening that this is a, a, new, a new teaching, a new concept for. Now, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood, and I know that sounds kind of funny, but I grew up in this little town that I'm sure you know, Jeff, called Kennebunkport, Maine. I and, sure do. Uh, you probably didn't even know that that's where I grew up. <laughs> but uh, Actually, I, I, I cannot lie. I did. <laughs> Only because well, I read it's not, it. that, it's not often that I get to talk to a fellow Mainer, so that's pretty awesome. But okay. anyway, even though I'm folks, a, from a number of years, but <laughs> yes. Well, for those folks who don't know, again, Kennebunkport, Maine, just happens to be one of the wealthiest communities in in all of New England. But my family was dirt poor, and I mean that literally. We lived at the bottom of this dirt road in an unfinished, drafty house. And what I remember about my childhood, Jeff, is just my parents arguing all the time. What do you think they argued about? You're right, money. <laughs> and the money. fact that we didn't have any, even though my parents worked really, really hard. I mean, they were working all the time. They sacrificed and all that stuff, but they could just never make any money. So I grew up with this lack and fear and scarcity and poverty. That's all I knew growing up, even though all around me I saw great wealth. So it was this huge dichotomy. Well, long story short is I realized that I wanted something better for myself. I wanted to have a better life, even though I really didn't know what that meant or how to do it. I just, you know, saw other people who had it. And so I went. I didn't have a teacher or a mentor or a coach. I didn't have anybody to really talk to. So I just went to the library. I went to the library and started studying books, books on personal development, spiritual growth, you know, all the classics of self-help the ones we know and love like Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Stephen Covey, Wayne Dyer, you know, all the classics. And in every one of these books, they pretty much said the same thing, that if you want to change your life, you first have to change your thoughts. You have to change your beliefs, which, of course, exactly. is exactly right. It's totally correct. So I really tried to do that. I tried to apply everything that they were saying in the books and, and so forth. Well, now fast forward 20 years and take you to April 1997, I was a 30-year-old college student. It was my second time in college. By this time, I was divorced. I was broke. I had less than $800 to my name. I was living in this tiny dorm room in college with all of my possessions, all of my worldly possessions were in this little teeny dorm room that was so small that if you stood in the center of the room and put your arms out to both sides, you could touch the walls on both sides. That's how small this room was. So my point is, I'm looking around this room, and I'm going, what is wrong here? What is wrong with my life? What happened? I've been studying all these books and doing everything they said, and yet here I am, and I felt so depressed and, and angry and frustrated, and just really I felt like a total failure. So one night, again, it was April 1997, I was sitting there, and I remember, I remember this moment very clearly. I was sitting there just frankly very depressed and upset, and I was looking around the room, my little tiny room, and I realized that on the walls were all these little pieces of paper, these little pieces of paper that I had written all these statements on, positive statements like, I am happy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am successful, I am good enough. Now, why had I done this? Well, because every book I've ever read told me to do that, right? That's what they That's all right. tell you to do, write these positive statements, and then, of course, they'll come true. Well, I was sitting there, and I'm going, well, this not only did this not come true, I don't believe any of these things. I'm certainly not successful. I'm not happy. I'm miserable. I'm broke. I'm lonely. And I'm frustrated. So I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So I knew there was something missing, something wrong, but I didn't know what it was. So I went to bed that night, very frustrated, depressed, got up the next morning, got in the shower just like any other morning. Now, let me pause here in the story and just ask you, Jeff, and all the folks listening, did you ever have those moments in the shower? those like those aha moments and you just go oh yeah that's it and for some reason it happens in the shower did you ever have that absolutely yes i've had some of my greatest visions in the shower <laughs> i know it's funny i just call it the shower fairy i don't know what why it happens but there you go but anyway in this particular morning is april 24th 1997 i call it the shower in fact in the book i talk about it as the shower that changed everything because what happened was I was sitting there, you know, standing there in the shower and, and thinking about all these things. All these thoughts were rattling around in my head and going, 
why is it that I've been doing everything the books told me to do, you know, reading and writing and saying these positive statements for years and years and years, and yet I didn't get any of these things. I don't believe any of these things, and that's not what my life is. What is wrong with this picture? What's missing? And, and I also said, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way than this, but what is it that nobody's ever talked about? There's got to be something missing. Well, what I realized in that moment is that I realized, what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about beliefs, right? When you want to change your life, we have to yes, change yes, our beliefs. Right. And, and I said, well, what is a belief? Well, a belief is a thought. And then I said, well, what is a thought? And then I said, well, what is human thought? And then I paused for a moment, was thinking about it, and I said, Human thought is really, when you think about it, human thought is the process of asking and searching for answers to questions. Mm-hmm. Not statements, but questions. So let me give you an example for, for everyone listening right now. I want you to try this little fun experiment with me. Just, you know, this will just take a, like a few seconds, in fact. But just try this fun experiment with me. So I'm going to do it with Jeff here since Jeff and I are talking. But for everyone at home and listening, just play along with us here with this, this little experiment. So, Jeff, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want to see what happens, all right? So here's the question. Why okay. is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? Now, it's the colorization. Do, do you know what just happened in your brain? I know I didn't, I didn't give you a lot of time to think about it because I, didn't, I did that on purpose. I wanted you to just pause for a second. What just happened when I asked you that question in your brain? Basically asking me what you know about the color of the sky, yeah. So I went to the color of right. Blue. So you you immediately started the search for the answer, right? That's what happened in your brain. I asked you the question, "Why is the sky blue?" And your brain immediately started to search for the answer, right? Right. Even even if you don't know the answer right now, right? For again, everyone listening. Even if you don't know the answer, your brain is automatically searching for the answer. In fact, it's just like a computer searching its files, right? You do a search and it searches its files. Or a Google search, you search the Internet. Mm-hmm. It's like your brain is searching its files going, the sky is blue because, I don't know. <laughs> but exactly. it's looking, right? I mean, it's looking, it's searching. So I said, wait a second, if the human mind is automatically searching for answers to questions, why are we going around making statements that we don't believe? Why don't we just cut out the middleman? Well, I and believe I, it's not to do with, yeah. Wow. Wouldn't you, isn't it to do with conditioning, Noah? Conditioning? Yeah. Wouldn't you think we've been conditioned since we were young, so we actually search for answers based on the memory? As you say, memory bank, subconscious. Well, what I was asking is why are we using this method of statements that we don't believe? And, again, I talk about this in the book, and the fact that we have been actually trained only to use statements because that's all the books have told us. And again, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's not wrong. But for millions of people, they're very frustrated, like I was, because they've been doing everything that they were told to do and never got the result they wanted. So I was standing there in the shower, April 1997, and I said, wait a second. Let's look at what we've been taught. We've been taught to change or use positive statements. Like, I'll give you a classic example. Let's look at a classic example of an affirmation or positive statement. So let's try another experiment. Again, I want to try another fun experiment with everyone. So let's try this statement. And say this after, say it to yourself after I say it. So a classic positive statement is, I am rich, right? So you say, I am rich. Now, what does your brain say? If I was living in a negative mindset, it would say, no, I don't think you are. But. <laughs> right. For the average person, right, the average person walking around planet Earth, they would certainly say, no, I'm not. <laughs> right? Now, exactly. if you already believe you're rich, that's one thing. But for those of, you know, for those millions of people out there, billions really, who are don't feel that rich right now and are trying to, you know, have more money, more financial abundance, 
what their brain, in fact, would do is do what I call the yeah, right response. So, in fact, they would go, I am rich. Yeah, right. <laughs> you see my point? So that's exactly what would happen in the brain. The brain just doesn't believe what you're telling it. Now, you want to believe these positive statements, and, again, they're not wrong, but you just don't believe them. Well, it's based on that BS, right, the BS we're taught. And people think, what kind of BS are you talking about? I'm talking about belief system. It's a system that you've believed since you were a kid, what you've learned. Exactly. And in the book of Affirmations, that's what I talk about, the belief gap. The belief gap is that you say the statement, but you don't believe it. So what we've been taught in traditional success literature is if you don't believe your positive statements, which they were fully aware that most people don't believe those positive statements, right? Most people just absolutely don't believe that statement and certainly aren't living it to their full capacity. So if you don't believe your positive statements or affirmations, all you've got to do is repeat it a thousand, million, billion, kajillion times, and then you'll believe it. So really what they're saying without saying it is you beat your brain into submission, right? You just beat it up until you eventually... Believe it. And for many people, that has worked. There's no question that affirmations or positive statements have helped millions of people to achieve great things. However, we also can't ignore anymore the fact that for millions and millions of people, they've been incredibly frustrated by that method for the very reasons that I've been sharing. So going back to the shower that changed everything in April 1997, I said, wait a second, what if instead of saying statements that we don't believe, what if instead of doing that, what if we started asking empowering questions? Then the brain would have to automatically search for the answer, just like in that little experiment we just did a moment ago. So I said, wait a second, what would that look like? Well, let's see, you've got the positive statement, I am rich, to which your brain says, Yeah, right. So then I said, what would the question be? Why am I so rich? Now, wait a second. When you ask that question or another empowering question like that, what happens in your brain? Your brain has to search for the answer. Right. Now, we all know about the law of sowing and reaping, right? Mm -hmm. As you sow so shall you reap. Now, this has been taught for centuries. This is nothing new, right? As you sow, every great teacher who's ever walked the earth has said, as you sow, so shall you reap. But what are we sowing? Well, we're sowing seeds of thought. But Hmm. what are most people doing in their lives? Asking lousy questions. In fact, they're sowing lousy thought seeds. Right? They're asking lousy questions like, why am I so broke? Why am I so fat? Why can't I do anything right? Why don't I have enough money? Why does nobody love me? Why can't I get a date on Saturday night? How come there's more months left at the end of the money? You got it. Now, when you ask lousy questions, what do you get? Lousy answers. Exactly. And that creates a lousy life. Now, of course, no one is doing this on purpose. We know that. No one is going around saying these disempowering or negative thought seeds or questions on purpose. It's just like I always teach my coaching clients and mastermind students. I always say, uh, nobody wakes up in the morning, looks out the window, sees the sun shining, hears the birds singing, and says, oh, this looks like a great day. You know, I think I'll hold myself back from success today. Exactly. Nobody does that. (laughs) True. But you see, my point is that because the human brain, and this is, you know, scientifically proven, that the human brain is 90 to 95% subconscious or unconscious, sub or unconscious, that means we are driven by things that are beyond the conscious level. So, of course, consciously, no one would ever ask, negative things like, why am I so dumb? Why am I so stupid? Some people do do that, many of us. So think about it this way. Think about it this way. How many negative thoughts has the average person had about themselves in their lifetime? More than we can count. Exactly. I mean, 
a million, a billion, kajillion, a quintillion. Oh, we literally couldn't count if, that yeah, high for most of us. It would be counted, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, it literally is essentially infinite, right? Because we're, most of us are walking around doing that. Why am I so stupid? Man, oh, I'm getting so old. I'm, why am I so fat? I can never lose weight. Oh, man, I'm, I don't have any money. I don't have any time. I don't have any energy. What, what happened? You know, I made too many mistakes in my life. You see, it just goes on and on, and you'll never make it. Uh, it's probably too late for you, right? These are the, some of the terrible, awful things we say to ourselves, don't we? Again, we don't and, mean to do it. We're not trying to do it, obviously. But yet and we're unfortunately, still other people are doing it to us up. as well. Exactly. 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 So my point is, again, going back to the shower that changed everything, my, my realization in that moment was, what if instead of asking lousy questions that lead to lousy answers and create a lousy life, what if instead of doing that, we flipped the whole thing on its head, started asking empowering questions that would lead to phenomenal answers and form a wonderful life? And as I was standing there in the shower, April 24th, 1997, I said, holy cow, I think I just invented something. And so I had to give it a name, and the name that I gave it is the name of the book, which is Affirmations, the book of Affirmations, A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S, Affirmations, not Affirmations, but Affirmations. Now, I just so that brings share... up a great question. Great question ahead, here. In, in my, in my uh, inspiring and inquisitive mind as an interventionist, Affor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah typically means before. So these are affirmations that you establish because you haven't had them as you believe your BS, your belief system, and now you will. And affirm is something that already is. You're affirming what was. So when we walk around with affirmations, then basically we're walking around with the same old stuff. It's the same old, same old, the peat and repeat that we've learned throughout the years from the age of three plus when we can remember that brought us up to then all the things that have happened to us all the times and all the people, et cetera. And I like what you've done with this. So basically, if you could, you know, uh, just, just to make sure that I'm on this track, and I believe I am, the difference again between the affirmation and the affirmations is pretty much you have established this, this new invention, so to speak, back in 97, that brought you to the forefront of saying, you know, we've got to have an empowering belief system. Therefore, we have to repeat this, we have to believe this, and we have to condition our minds to want to believe the affirmation versus the old affirmation. Would that be about right? Yes. And so what I realized is that when I had that discovery, I knew that I had to give it a name, this new technology of the mind. It is literally a new way to use your brain to create the life you always wanted. So the word affirmation comes from the Latin word firmare, which means to make firm. Now, the okay. word affirmations that I invented, and by the way, it is perfectly legitimate to invent a new word when you have a new way of looking at the universe or a new technology. For example, Internet, Google, software, webinar, all these are very new words in terms of human history. They've only been around a very, very short time. Of course, now we use them every day because mm. they describe a new technology. We needed a new word. Well, what I'm sharing with you now, what I share with you in the book of Affirmations, is a new technology of the mind. So Affirmations comes from the Latin word formare, F-O-R-M-A-R-E, formare, which means uh, to, form, to form or give shape to. So the question that I often ask my coaching clients and mastermind students is, what if you're making something firm, but it's in the wrong form? That's gotcha. called forming a life you didn't want. Why mm. am I so fat? Why am I so broke? Why can't I do anything right? Why can't I ever lose weight? Why can't I find someone who loves me? Why, don't I, why can't I grow my business, right? You formed it unconsciously, unwittingly, and unknowingly, but nevertheless, you formed it by planting those thought seeds. You formed it, it became firm, and now there's your life. But now the great, fantastic, amazing, wonderful news is now using this new technology of affirmations 
You can take conscious control of the questions you're asking, change your questions, and change your life. Excellent. Well, that's fantastic. Which brings me up to, in the book, you talk about the belief gap. And I found this fascinating because (laughs) it really is, and it's the reason so many people feel stuck, is that belief gap. So what exactly is the belief gap based on on your teaching and your masterminding with your coaching students, and how does it keep us stuck, Noah? Well, when you want to create a new something for yourself, when you want a new outcome, a new experience, when you want a change in your life, right, what Mm -hmm. you really want, what you're trying to do, and you may not have put it into these words, but this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to go from uh, your, your current reality to a new reality. In other words, you want to go from where you are to where you want to be. Now, That means that, right, this is one of the things that that I show you in the book, is that right now you're living in what I call your CPR. Now, that stands for your current perceived reality. Now, the reason I call it that is because all reality is perceived reality. Perception is reality to the perceiver. So, in other words, in your CPR, you have what you have, you know what you know, you are what you are, and you do what you do. And that is your little universe. There is nothing else. That's what Mm -hmm. you perceive and therefore it is. But over there, right, like over there, is where you want to be. So that's where you made the money. You lost the weight. You found the love of your life. You have happy relationships. Maybe you got that raise, or you got the car, or the girl, or the guy, or whatever it is, right? You just, you got that result that you wanted. But it's over there, and you haven't done it yet. And so you're looking at it, you can see it, but it's like, so imagine you're standing on a cliff right now at the edge of a cliff, and that is your CPR. And over there is the other cliff, and that's what I call your NDR. That stands for your new desired reality. That means it's, but it's over there. You haven't gotten it yet, but you can see it because I'm like, I want that. I want that, you know, the money, the, the weight loss, the health, the quit smoking, the relationships, and so forth. Okay, between your CPR and your NDR is what I call your belief gap. Now, what that means is most people, if you were to ask them and hook them up to a lie detector test, do you really think you can have that thing? They would consciously say, well, sure I can. But if you really (laughs) boil it down, they'd probably be saying, I probably can't do that. That's too late. I've tried everything already. I've made too many mistakes. I'm too old. I'm, I, uh, it never works out for me, and, it, and so forth. See, that's all that, what I call your head trash. That's your head trash that keeps you stuck, all right? So in everything that we want in life, we have to face our own individual belief gap between where we are and where we want to be. Now, what I want folks to realize is that for different results in your life, you have different belief gaps. So, for example... Let's say you want to make an extra $1,000 a month and you want to lose 10 pounds. So those are two things that you want in life, right? want to make an extra $1,000 a month and I'd like to lose that 10 pounds. Now, for some of you listening, for some of you listening, to make that extra $1,000 a month is no big deal. You're like, oh, yeah, of course I can do that. But to lose that 10 pounds, oh, I could never do that. You know, every time I lose weight, I gain it right back and I just can't lose weight. See? So your belief gap for the money part is actually not that big, but for the weight loss or the health, oh, my gosh, it's huge. Conversely, there's other people listening that go, oh, to lose 10 pounds, that's easy, no problem, right? So that's a very small belief gap, but, oh, my God, I could never make a thousand extra $1,000 a month. You see? Very true. very true. You see my very point. True. So for every person listening and, you know, who reads the book of affirmations, you've got to identify your individual belief gap for every result or outcome or experience that you want and then understand exactly how affirmations work to cross your belief gap in, in literally every area of life. Let me just give you a quick example. We had one, uh, one gentleman who came to us uh, years ago, and he was stuck. He, his name is Brandon, and he was an insurance salesman in Salt Lake City. Now, he had spent over $30,000 on every money-making, self-help, personal growth program out there. I mean, he had tried it all, you know, and he spent all this money, all this time. And he was a very smart guy. You know, he certainly was motivated and all that stuff, but, man, he was stuck. And he was making about $1,500 a month, you know, in sales. I mean, in, in commissions. That's what he was earning. 
not that's not a lot of money. I mean, you know, by you know his own admission, it was he was really struggling. Okay, so he came to us. A friend told him about me. Told him about affirmations. Told him about the book. Brandon got the book and really started studying. He got our online programs as well. Really started using them. Long story short, what happened is in the first 30 days of using affirmations, Brandon's sales tripled. They tripled in 30 days. By the end of that year, his income had increased by 560% over the previous year. And, in fact, he was named Agent of the Year. And everybody went up to him at the awards ceremony and said, what did you do? How did you make this incredible turnaround? And he said, I just changed the question. And it totally changed his life. That is fantastic. That's the kind of stories I love to hear, the true stuff that helps people change their inner belief system because it's so important. Because as you said, Nora, the bulk of people are walking around today with this negative self-talk, a lack of belief, success to them is a dirty word rather than thinking about it as doing a little extra effort to become successful uh, and learning and learning and changing that paradigm, as they say, and getting to the flip over. It's, that's fantastic. Uh, you also talk about the inner game and the outer game in the book, and I was very intrigued with that. The, out, the inner game, outer game of success. What exactly for our listeners do you mean by that? I and mean, I, I have a good feel for it, but I love to hear your explanation. In any human endeavor, there's the inner component and the outer component. Now, the Mm. inner component is what happens between your ears that is not visible to the outside world directly, but the effects are very visible, all right? So that's what we call the inner game, right? So that's your beliefs, your thoughts, your values, what goes on between your ears. So that's the inner game. Now, the outer game or the outer component, is what is visible to the outside world. Those are the things you do see. You can see them directly. For example, your behaviors, your lifestyle, your habits, your strategies, your systems. For example, if you have a business, or but whether you have a business or not, if you're in a job, you have to do certain things every day. You have to have behaviors and activities and actions that you do that are visible. So it is only when you align your inner game and your outer game that you can have the thing called long-term success. Now, let me give you an example of that. We had one client who came to us named Adam, and uh, it was so funny because I was speaking at a seminar in Los Angeles. I just finished speaking. I was walking off of the stage, and this guy comes out of the audience, and he practically tackles me coming off the stage, and he says, Noah, (laughs) I want you to coach me. And I said, okay. I mean, I was like kind of stunned a little bit because he was very excited and like, okay. I said, well, what's going on? And he says, Noah, I'm totally stuck. I'm only making $4 million a year. Oh, (laughs) Of course, I had to laugh. I was like, in fact, I said to him, you know, as as I think most people would have that reaction, I said, well, gosh, you know, that's kind of funny. A lot of people would like to be stuck at $4 million a year. And he said, no, no, you don't understand. He said, I own a software company, and we grew really, really fast, and we grew to actually $4 million in revenues, I mean, like almost overnight. We have just been plateaued for the last four years. We grew uh, to $4 million in revenues so fast, but then we've just been stuck. We've been stuck it. at the same level for four years. No growth, just stuck. And I said, you know, and, and then this gentleman said, he said to me, um, once I heard you talk about inner game and outer game and your head trash and affirmations and everything you just you just said, everything you just got finished saying, he said, I knew you were the coach that I've been looking for. Long story short, I then ended up coaching him, coached him for about nine months. In that nine-month period, less than a year, his company went from being stagnant at $4 million in revenues for the previous four years to over $20 million in sales in less than one year. Now, that's impressive. Wow. It's amazing. And here's what I want folks to know about the story. There's two two parts of that story I want you to realize for everyone listening. Number one is 90% of what we worked on was inner game. 90%, literally. That, the missing piece, that was holding him back. He wasn't aware of it. As I said earlier, nobody gets up in the morning and says, I think I'll hold myself back today. I think I'll get this program so I can sabotage myself. Of course not. But he didn't realize what he was doing, and, of course, that's why he was unknowingly holding himself and his company back. That's number one. 
So think about it for everybody listening, for you, for everyone listening. Think about where are you holding yourself back and how can you use what I've already shared with you and use affirmations. And when you get the book, think about where you're stuck and the kind of results that you want. And the second thing I want people to realize about this story is that I know some people are saying, well, that's great. You know, he's making $4 million. I'm not making $4 million. I'm not making a million. I mean, I'm not even making six figures. The point is the money amount of money is totally irrelevant. I have literally had people come up to me after seminars and saying, no, I'm only making $25,000 a year. I'm totally stuck. Conversely, I've had people come up to me and say, no, I'm only making $4 million a year. I'm totally stuck. You see my point? So it does not matter, the amount of money. So whether you're saying to yourself, oh, I'm only making 40000 or I'm only making 400000 Okay, everybody wants more. Everybody wants, whether it's more money, more time, more energy, more, you know, more time off to spend with your family. So think about if all this did for you was give you that freedom, that financial freedom, that money freedom, or the health freedom, that freedom that we all want. If all this did for you was give you that, wouldn't that be worth checking out? Absolutely. I mean, now we're talking right about abundant health, wealth, love, and happiness all over again. Because that is what it's about. And there's people, as you said, the money is not what it's about other than that amount you believe in your head that you are looking at. Here's that guy. He's at, he's plateaued. The company's flat, and he's not happy about it. And you increase that. Wow. Unbelievable numbers. And, again, like you said, that person that just is, like, just barely making it, they've got the same belief structure going on. And it's that, what you said. It's exactly what it is. So, when people talk to you about affirmations, are they saying it's the missing key to an abundant lifestyle? Because it sure seems it is. And why is that, and what do you consider it to be as far as the abundant lifestyle? You know, everybody, I think, now has their own, their own BS, their own belief system about what is their abundant lifestyle. But as you put it in the book, if you'd give us some more information on that, it would be awesome. Absolutely. By the way, the reason that we do the subtitle, you know, the title of the book is The Book of Affirmations which is, again, A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S. Uh, we didn't spell it wrong. We do get some people say, hey, you spelled affirmations wrong. No, it's a new word. It's a new technology. Right. Okay, right. so it's affirmation. The title is The Missing Piece to Abundant Health, Wealth, Love, and Happiness. Now, there where did go. that subtitle come from? It's actually a, an amazing story of where that subtitle come from. I didn't actually write that. What happened was because I've been teaching affirmations ever since 1997, the shower that changed everything, I've literally been teaching people and right, uh, from around the world. I, am, I've been, I started my company with having no idea what I was doing. I mean, this is 1997. This is, I'm actually older than Google. You know, that's how long we've yeah. been online and teaching people around the world. So now we're in 178 countries of people who are using affirmations and using this teaching. Fantastic. So what happened was after all these, I mean, literally tens of thousands of stories and people's lives changed, People just kept writing me, you know, first through email and, and phone calls and letters and cards, and then now with social media and Twitter and Facebook and so forth, you know, people just started writing me and saying, thank you, Noah, for giving me the missing piece. Thank you, Noah, for sharing the missing piece that I've been looking for my whole life. And we just, we just kept getting so many people saying, thank you for giving me the missing piece. I finally said to my team, I said, Maybe we should call it the missing piece, <laughs> you know, because that's what all of our clients kept saying, that it was the missing piece. So what I realized is that what we want as humans, we know, of course, we want all different types of things, and that's perfectly correct. You know, everybody wants something a little bit different, of course. However, what I realized over time in working with so many clients and people around the world is that we really all want the same things in four categories. And that's what I call, on the whole, an abundant lifestyle. So okay. the four elements of an abundant lifestyle are time, energy, relationships, and money. Time, energy, relationships, and money. Now, when you have all of those elements together, I would argue that you have what I'm calling the abundant lifestyle. So think about it in this way. And for everyone listening, you can actually just do this, again, another quick exercise you can do in the next you know, few seconds here which is to say, look at the element of time, right? So how many times a day do you catch yourself saying something like this? Gosh, I wish I could blank, but I don't have the time, right? I want to do more of, uh, 
but, man, I don't have any time, right? I've got too much to do, too little time. How many times a day do you catch yourself saying that, right? Well, if that's what you're saying to yourself, you may be frustrated in time or just not feeling that having that abundance in the area of time. Now think about energy, right? How many times a day do you catch yourself saying, I wish I could blank, but I don't have the energy, right? Yeah. You, maybe you come home from, you know, a day at the office and you're, you know, you're tired, you're frustrated, you're depressed, you're angry, you're sad, lonely, whatever those negative emotions are, right? Well, emotion is the energy of motion, emotion, right? So energy has to go somewhere. It has to go somewhere. It either goes out or it goes in. That's it. There's only two places it can go. It goes out, meaning you, maybe you explode in anger or sadness or, or things like that, or you go inwards and you feel guilty or depressed or suicidal. Again, I'm using you know, very gross examples so that people understand that this is the spectrum of human emotion. Okay, but again, think about where you are or where someone you maybe know is and saying, gosh, you know, that energy isn't where I want it to be either. Next is relationships. So think about this. Let's say you uh, own your own business and you're saying, gosh, I wish I could grow my business. But I don't know the right people, right? I don't have the right people on my team or I don't have enough customers. I don't have enough clients, right? Those are all relationships. Then think about your personal relationships, you know, how would you rate your personal relationships on a scale from 1 to 10? <laughs> Many people are very frustrated by that. By the way, I was just reading a recent, a recent Gallup uh, survey showed that fully 70% of Americans hate their job. 70%. That's true. 52% just like are just going through the motions, but fully 18% are actively hating their job, like, submarining and sabotaging and, you know, really killing productivity. And, in fact, what the survey showed is that lost productivity costs the Americonomy $550 billion every year in lost productivity. Can you imagine yeah. if we could yeah. just help people get better and think better and ask better questions by using affirmations? How would this change the world? You know, literally change the world, but... First, of course, we have to change your life. So that's the area of relationships. And then, of course, the final area is money. Right now, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. So I got a very unique experience to see wealth without ever having it. You know, with my family being poor and broke and scarcity and poverty and fear and lack, that's all I ever knew. Personally, I could see wealth. I mean, but it was always over there. It wasn't mine and it wasn't my family's. So I never thought I could have it. In fact, I certainly thought I could never have it. And so I had to go a huge distance. Talk about your belief gap. I mean, I had to go an enormous distance to even think I could ever be successful or have financial freedom. Okay? So I know exactly what it's like to have that awful feeling in the pit of your stomach every month and saying, I can't pay the bills this month. I don't have any money. And having that awful feeling and now not having that feeling, to go that incredible distance from that fear and lack to freedom, it's an incredible journey. So now my, my mission, quite frankly, is to, to share this knowledge with millions of people. In fact, our, our mission is to create a 1,000 new millionaires by the year 2020. A 1,000 like new millionaires using the teaching of power habits and affirmations, which are you know, the two main programs that I teach. Of course, I talk about affirmations in the book of affirmations, and then I have other programs that, you know, my coaching and mastermind and so forth. My point being is that, you know, we're well on our way. We've created many millionaires already, you know, but for those listening, you know, if you want to be one of our next millionaires, I mean, I certainly invite you to get the book, uh, join the, we call it the Affirmations Revolution, because that's what we're about. It's the affirmations revolution to literally change the world by changing the questions we're asking. That's fantastic. And I, 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 I love the challenge because there are many people out there that are on the edge of it and they know they're missing some pieces. And uh, you were talking about change. I say sometimes it just takes a change of your mind and believe that you can, which is an amazing thing. You know, we've been hearing about the law of attraction for a long time. Uh, it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. I, th I think Rhonda Byrne did a phenomenal job with it. She brought some great people into it who have done very well since. 
talking about the law of attraction and why you can amass your millions and have your your time, your energy, your relationships, your money, et cetera, et cetera, and all that abundance we talk about. But some people feel it really leaves you short, that there's missing pieces. How often are you hearing, is this law of attraction stuff? I mean, are they throwing this at you at all? People have read the book, Noah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. but really, it's people who haven't read the book yet to be, I mean, ah, to be good. Once they read it, people who just say, oh, this is just more law of attraction stuff. And, uh, and, and that's when they don't understand what, it, what we're really talking about here, which is your brain. My point is everyone listening, every human on planet Earth, is already using affirmations. You're already doing this, every single person. However, and this is the key to understanding this, is that most people are using disempowering affirmations unknowingly. So in other words, you are sowing lousy thought seeds with your questions that you're unwittingly asking. So with affirmations, you literally change the questions, change your beliefs, and do it directly, and that is what enables you to change your life. So we've had many people, I mean, I can't tell you how many people have said to me, you know, Mm -hmm. Noah, this is the missing piece that should have been in the secret. And I'm like, no kidding. (laughs) No kidding. Now, what is awesome about that, and see, what's awesome is I'm not speaking out of school because as you see from the book, well, first of all, John Assaraf, who was one of the stars of The Secret, is a dear friend of mine, and he wrote the foreword for the book of Affirmation. I know he did, and I read that. John's an amazing man, and my hat's off to him. I love his programs. I follow everything I can of John's. Yes. He's an awesome guy, and again, a dear friend. And so he endorses my work. Jack Canfield is the one who first discovered me back in 1998 when I had my first book published, which was called Permission to Succeed. He endorses me. Neil Donald Walsh, John Gray, Joe Vitale, Laurel Langmire. I mean, just the list goes on and on. Pretty much everyone who is in The Secret endorses my work. So the point is that they are perfectly aware, all of the teachers – of who were in that movie, which was fantastic marketing. I mean, that you've got to hand it to Rhonda, as you mentioned. I mean, she did the best packaging and marketing oh, yeah. that has ever yeah. we have ever seen in the personal growth space before or since. In fact, it will never be duplicated because it was a perfect storm of what everyone wants to hear, which is if you just sit there and think positive, you'll get everything you want. Now, hmm. who wouldn't want that? I mean, I want to sit there. Think about money, do nothing, and money pours in from the ceiling. Exactly. Who want that? That sounds yeah. awesome. The problem is... balance, right? <laughs> right. That's what we all want to hear, which is why they sold 30 million copies. And again, I'm not putting it down. I'm saying, hey, man, that's, I mean, that's great. The problem is it doesn't seem to work on the planet called Earth. On the planet, there might be some planet where that works, where you can sit there and think about money and money comes in. Unfortunately, on this planet called Earth, we have to do this annoying thing called work to get the things that we want, like, oh, I don't know, money, health, happiness, freedom, you know, to lose weight, to overcome addiction, to just be happy and fulfill that peace of mind. You can't do it, and all of the teachers, all those folks I just mentioned, are perfectly aware of that, as Mm. you can see now, if you, you know, as you mentioned, if you follow any of their teaching, they're perfectly aware that it does not work that you sit there and think about money and it comes in. Not one of them really says that. That was just great packaging in the movie. So, again, I've had so many people say, boy, no, it's too bad you weren't in the movie. I'm like, no kidding. (laughs) Yes, but, I mean, I I can't explain that. (laughs) Hey, you never know. Well, you know, now my job is to say, uh, kind of clean up. (laughs) And, in fact, uh, my agent calls them secret survivors. You know, people who watch The Secret 37 times are sitting there going, man, I'm still thinking about money. How come I don't have any money? Mm, Because (laughs) that doesn't work that way. You know, and that's one of the things that we always stress in in the book of Affirmations and in my teaching with coaching clients and mastermind students is, uh, yeah, you've got to take action. It will not happen. As As I often say, $20 bills tend to not walk down the street, knock on your door and say, hey, can I come in? You know, I mean, if they do that where you're living, I'm going to move to where you're living. Because where I live and on planet Earth, it tends to happen that you have to do this annoying thing called work. (laughs) It's not in Kenny Bunk, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, gosh darn it. (laughs) So listen, with that about 10 minutes, I can't believe we've been having so much fun. Let's get right into 
affirmations to create create a, an abundant lifestyle in 28 days or less. Tell us how are we going to do that? First of all, we're going to buy the book. www. <laughs> tell them Noah. www.affirmationsbook.com, folks. But let's talk about 28 days or less. How do we do this? Absolutely. And again, that's A F F O R M A T I O N S. Affirmations. I just again, I I know for. A lot of people, this is just brand new, and they've never heard this word, so it might be a little strange. So, again, affirmationsbook.com. And, yes, as you mentioned, Jeff, when you get um, you know, multiple, either one copy or multiple copies of the book, I'm actually giving away free abundance training. And it's, you, know, you just have to let us know that you bought the book, whether you bought it on Amazon or your local bookstore, and I'm giving you uh, free abundance training so that you can change your brain, change your questions, and change your life. So, again, that's affirmationsbook.com. You can see all the bonuses that you get there. It's really awesome. And, in fact, you can even get a free chapter of the book. Uh, again, download it for free. Check it out. And, uh, you know, for those of you, uh, if you like it, I think you'll really enjoy it. <laughs> loved so, it. I with, loved it because I remember your story about it. Yeah, it was fantastic. But, but 28 days or less, how are we doing that? Well, the first thing that you do is you do need to identify where you're stuck. That's why I mentioned earlier you know, you need to look at your time, your energy, your relationships, and your money. You know, so what I would do and what I counsel my, co- my coaching clients to do is I say, look, just go through your life, look at time, energy, relationships, and money, and rate it on a scale from 1 to 10, right? 1 being totally stuck, 10 means I'm totally abundant, right? So let's say you give yourself maybe a 7 on time, maybe a 9 on energy, a 5 on relationships, and a 3 on money. You know, I'm just making up those numbers, but let's just say that's what it is, all right? And frankly, right. it's usually that way. People usually rate themselves pretty much money is always the lowest for some reason. And what's, that's very, very interesting and telling. So then what you would do is once you, you know, you get the book of affirmations and you start understanding and using affirmations in that area where you feel the most stuck. So you just start asking better questions. So let me give you an example. We had, in fact, I talk about this in the book, a, a gentleman named Michael, and he came to us. He was working at a job. He was really very unhappy in his job, like a, that Gallup poll I mentioned a moment ago. You know, he was one of the 70%. He was just very unhappy, unfulfilled in his job. Started using affirmations. He got, you know, he got the book, started using affirmations, and was really working with them. He was very dedicated and did it, you know, very steadily. And then he realized that he kind of forgot about it. He just said, ah, you know, and he just literally kind of forgot. But then he realized that he st- was starting to ask better questions unconsciously because he'd been practicing. And he just was doing it and doing it without even realizing it. And he realized after thinking about it, he had a, a, sort of an epiphany like I had. And he realized that there was a job that he could do at his company that he was perfectly suited for that no one was doing. And he just had to go talk to the president and say, hey, I should be doing this job, and in fact, you need to pay me more money. Well, he, in fact, got up his gumption, he got up his courage, he did that, made the presentation, and the president loved it, said, absolutely. And so, Michael, he literally, long story short, created a job for himself at double his old salary, literally doubled his salary, became fulfilled and happy at work, and he, in retrospect, realized, he said, wait a minute, it's because I used affirmations. It's because I was asking better questions. And that's why we share his story in the book. So what I want folks to realize is that you don't have to sit there and sweat bullets. This actually can happen without your own volition, without you even thinking about it. But you do need to learn how to use it, and do you do need to take action. That's fantastic. Wow. So I've got some noise going on in the background, folks, and I have to apologize. Somehow somebody has got a car alarm going off out in the parking lot, <laughs> and I thought I was pretty soundproof. I apologize if you're hearing that. This is fantastic, and we're getting down to about five minutes to go, Noah, and this has been the most rewarding hour, folks, if you think about it. Think of the information you've picked up today, and I want to tell you, get the book. I have read chapters in this book. I'll tell you, my book's on the way. I have read chapters in this book, so I knew... In the, so much that I'm living in Maine, I knew you were from Kennebuck and uh, a poor kid growing up in a rich neighborhood, and I can totally relate to that. Growing up where I grew up, I felt the same way, but just a different place. And fantastic. I mean, $500 worth of bonus training, folks, free when you order the book of 
Formations. Go to www.affformationsbook.com. Find it and buy it. And as soon as you have, let Noah know. Is that's great? And that's basically they can they can go on the website Noah and let you know uh, that they bought it. Exactly. Yeah. You just uh, put your name, your email, your information, your order number. You know your receipt number. Let's say you buy it on Amazon. You know, right. your receipt number. Just enter that, and uh, I will be happy to send you that bonus training. And by the way, just let me mention real quick. One of the one of the bonus trainings that we give folks is what's called my IAFORM audios. Now, what the, what the story behind this is that, you know, as I mentioned, I've been teaching affirmations since I discovered them in 1997 to people around the world. And people kept writing to me and saying, no, I love your affirmations and I want to listen to them. I want to hear them and, you know, have them like playing uh, it, so I can listen to them throughout the day. So I invented something called IAFORM, O-R-M, IAFORM. And so what they are are empowering affirmations, spoken recordings set to inspiring music. So you can literally listen to these IFORM audios anytime, anywhere, whether you're in the car or you're on your way to work, maybe you're eating or exercising while you're working or playing or relaxing, even while you sleep. We have clients listen to them in their sleep. And I literally had a fellow named Robert from Chicago who wrote to me recently, and he said, Noah, I've been listening to your IFORM audios. In fact, he's, uh, he's a marketing guy. And he said, Noah, I've been listening to your IFORM audios on wealth and money and abundance for the last three weeks and I just closed my first million-dollar deal. Awesome. Three weeks listening to these, closed his first million-dollar deal. And in fact, he said in his note, he said, this would never have been possible without learning how to change my brain using affirmations like you taught me. So anyway, that's one of the uh, bonuses that we have for you, the free bonuses, when you go to affirmationsbook.com, order the book, and then just let us know by, you know, again, entering your order information there. But, yeah, you can get, um, uh, you know, IFORM audio, and in fact, we have a whole IFORM audio collection, uh, you know, that you can get, and it's free. You just download it, listen to it anytime, day or night. And by the way, for those of you who, um, you know, have kids or grandkids, let me just mention that kids love affirmations. They absolutely love it. Think about it this way. You know, kids don't have the years and years of head trash that we adults have, right? You know, they're kids, you know, so they're very open. Their brains are very plastic, and kids love affirmations. That's another one of the reasons that, you know, our job here, my mission at successclinic.com, that's my company, is to uh, teach 20 million people how to use affirmations by the year 2020. So our job is to literally have affirmations reach a tipping point so in the global consciousness because, you know, we still have to teach a lot of people how to use affirmations. A lot of people just haven't heard of it yet. So that's what we're, you know, doing here. So for those of you with kids, make sure you share this with your kids. When you get the book, share the book with it. Your kids will love it. They will totally get it. Kids are very smart. We had one 10-year-old down in Florida. A mom, uh, call, uh, mom actually contacted me, called me, and said, Noah, uh, my son came home. He's 10 years old, and he was very upset because he just got a bad grade in spelling. And he said, Mommy, why am I such a bad speller? And she said, honey, you're asking the wrong question. You've got to ask a better question. And he said, what do you mean? She taught him affirmations. He's only 10 years old. It took maybe five minutes. Taught him affirmations. Long story short, came home the very next week. He was smiling and beaming. He got 100 on his very next spelling test. There he never go. scored higher than oh. 80. So it literally can change your life. With it. So think about it. For money, for relationships, for your health, for your weight loss, whatever, whatever you use it for, it will change your life. Fantastic. Well, you know, children are very susceptible, and, and that's why they, you know, they, they live what they learn and learn what they live, and that's the time to reach them to the re-education process that we really need to do with kids. And I could go on and on about that. That's very near and dear to my heart and my life and business partner as well. We were all well into that. But what it boils down to is we do need to help teach our children a new way, and that's great, Noah. Thank you so very, very much. We've got about a minute of show left. I can't believe it. This has been fantastic, Noah. I am going to be still in touch with you further, sir. Uh, I would love to do some more with you. Uh, we'll get back together another day, another way. We'll do another, another interview as well. We'll get back together and, and tell people more about this and, and help them because it's all about helping people help people, and that's what we're all about, and I, I honor you for that. So, Noah, thanks Thank for being you. on today. I've got to close the show. And, uh, folks, do not forget www.affformationsbook.com. And it's been a pleasure, Noah. Thank you. Pleasure is mine. Thank you, Jeff. Bye-bye. All righty. And we'll talk with you soon, sir. And, folks, thanks very much for listening in with interviews with Authentic You and the Authentic You Media Network. We will see you again soon. 
And thanks again, and have yourselves a beautiful day. And don't forget, order that book. You can't go wrong. Thanks so much, folks. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.